This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah al-qa'il. Wallahu yakhluqu ma yasha'u wa yakhtar ma kana lahum al-khiyara. Wa ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah. وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله صلى الله وسلم وبارك عليه وعلى آله وصحبه الكرام يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما ألا فإنك فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكما ورد في الرواية وكل ضلالة في النار ألا فاتقوا الله عباد الله واتقوا يوما ترجعون فيه إلى الله ثم توفى كل نفس ما كسبت وهم لا يظلمون My dearest brothers and sisters in Islam O servants of Allah and O children of Adam we begin as always by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we praise Him and we seek His assistance and guidance and we seek refuge in Allah from the evil of ourselves and the adverse consequences of our deeds. We testify that whomsoever Allah guides, none can misguide. And whomsoever He misguides, then none can guide. And we request praises and blessings upon the final messenger, Muhammad ibn Abdullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. I bear witness that there's no one worthy of worship besides one Allah and that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is His messenger. My dearest brothers and sisters in Islam, at the opening of this khutbah, we recited an ayah in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates what He wants and He gives a special status and rank to parts of His creation over other parts. And we see this with all the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is a, a hierarchy, irrespective of whether the creation is from the animate portions of his creation subhanahu wa ta'ala or the inanimate portions of his creation subhanahu wa ta'ala and with regards to the month of Ramadan and the last 10 days of Ramadan that we are in and our search for Laylatul Qadr the meaning of this particular ayah becomes even more pronounced even more prominent for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala indeed he created all the months of the year and he chose to raise the month of Ramadan in rank and gave it a special status above all the months of the year. And thus Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam says, Sayyidu shuhur shahar Ramadan, that the best of all months is the month of Ramadan. And like this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He created all the nights of the year, and He raised in rank the last 10 nights of Ramadan, and He made them the best of all nights. There's no better nights than these nights across the span of the entire year. And we understand this further from the fact 
that out of these 10 nights, Allah has chosen one night and raised this night even higher than the rest of the 10 nights in terms of sanctity and auspiciousness. And Allah declared this night to be better than one thousand months that whoever worships Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during this night, whatever worship they do, they will get the rewards of worship, which is better, not equal to, but better than one thousand months. La ilaha illallah. And this night was called Laylatul Qadr. And it is known as the night of decree. And not only the night of decree, but the night of virtue. And not only the night of virtue, but the night of mercy and goodness as well. Subhanallah. Brothers and sisters in Islam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala about this night that we are discussing, the night which is greater than all the ten nights, which are greater than all the nights of the year. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed an entire surah about this night. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed, إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَاهُ فِي لَيْلَةِ الْقَدْرِ وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا لَيْلَةُ الْقَدْرِ لَيْلَةُ الْقَدْرِ خَيْرٌ مِّنْ أَلْفِ شَهْرٌ تَنَزَّلُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ وَالرُّوحُ فِيهَا بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهِمْ مِنْ كُلِّ أَمْرٌ سَلَامٌ هِيَ حَتَّى مَطْلَعِ الْفَجْرِ Subhanallah, an entire surah about this one night. The month of Ramadan is amazing, but we don't have an entire surah dedicated to Ramadan. We, the, uh, uh, subhanallah, fasting is amazing. We don't have an entire surah dedicated towards fasting. Yes, we find uh, the concept of Ramadan and fasting mentioned within amazing surahs. But in terms of dedication, we have a dedicated surah to the night of power and decree and virtue. And understand how amazing and uh, this night is because of this fact because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at the beginning of surah al-dukhan he also gives reference to this night in an ayah about laylatul qadr that is an ayah which is part of surah uh, al-dukhan but despite this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals an entire surah it's named after the night it's only dedicated to the night from its beginning to its end, listing for us the virtues of the night of, vir- of, of, of uh, decree and virtue and, uh, and, and decree. And in Surah Al-Dukhan, Allah says, إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَاهُ فِي لَيْلَةٍ مُبَارَكَةٍ That indeed, we revealed this Qur'an during a blessed night, and we know that night to be Laylatul Qadr, as we find at the opening of Laylatul Qadr, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَاهُ فِي لَيْلَةِ الْقَدْرِ Subhanallah. And whilst we're on this discussion, brothers and sisters in Islam, how Allah raises in rank and gives hierarchy to everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has, has created, the Qur'an is not... Uh, the Quran represents the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not something created. But in terms of revelation, then the Quran has the highest hierarchy. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave it a station, gave it a sanctity, gave it an auspiciousness that is far greater than any other revelation that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent on earth. In fact, Laylatul Qadr is special because the Quran was revealed during this night. And the night of its revelation is special because the Quran was revealed during that night. And the month is special, the month of Ramadan, because the Quran was revealed during that month. Subhanallah, nothing uh, receives the Quran except that that thing becomes even more amazing, even more 
auspicious and even more sanctified. Subhanallah. This is how amazing the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are. This is how amazing the timeless uh, revelation, the Quran is. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from the people of Al-Quran. Now brothers and sisters in Islam, what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tell us about this night? Aside of the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the Quran during this night, which really is enough. Really, if this was the only news we had about Laylatul Qadr, it was enough for us to understand why it's so amazing and enough to push us to pursue Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in worship, to engage Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in worship. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us more. He says, وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا لَيْلَةُ الْقَدْرِ What will make you understand how amazing, how important this night is? That subhanallah, there's just so many things to it that pick, take your pick. What will make you understand how amazing this night is? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Laylatul Qadri, Khairun min al that the night of power and decree and virtue, right? And I translate it like this deliberately because this is the reality of the night. Many people say the night of mercy. It's more than a night of mercy. It's a night in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends the decrees of the entire year. These decrees are made known to the angels who will be born, who will pass away, the sustenance of people, and so on and so forth. And when we understand this, this pushes us more to engage Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more deeply in terms of our dua. We are living in an age of job insecurity with COVID-19. Recessions are being discussed and so on and so forth. Subhanallah. The night of decree and power and mercy teaches us, reminds us, reminds us that nothing that happens on earth will affect what we meant to eat. For alhamdulillah, matters of our sustenance are decided in the heavens. So whatever happens on earth is not going to affect you because what you need to eat has been decided in the heavens. And Laylatul Qadr is the night in which these decrees are rolled out. So we engage Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, especially this year. During the night of Al-Qadr, if Allah gives us the feeling that it is the night and throughout the 10 days in our search for the night, asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless our rizq, to bless our sustenance, to have mercy upon us in our matters of this life and the hereafter and all the other amazing du'as from the sunnah that inshallah we will be making during, uh, these, uh, during these nights and during the night. But the point is when we understand the reality of the night, then our du'as automatically become more effective. Our worship becomes automatically more uh, effective. Apologies, more, more, more effective. Why? Because now we are understanding areas of value that we might overlook if we didn't understand the reality of this night. So the reality is it's a night of mercy. Yes, that's the common translation. It is a night of mercy. But it is also a night of, of decree. When Allah sends the decrees down. And it is a, a, a night of power. Indeed, it's a powerful night. Um, it's the greatest night. And on this night, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is freeing even more people from the hellfire. But subhanallah... Just as in Arabic we say, since we're talking about Allah freeing people from the hellfire, Allah frees people from the hellfire every night during the month of Ramadan. And even more at the end of Ramadan, during the prize giving, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will free even more people during the prize giving more than He freed during every other night uh, in the month of Ramadan, including Laylatul Qadr, subhanallah. So Allah says, what will make you understand what Laylatul Qadr is? and how important it is, and how virtuous it is, and what a grand gift this night is to you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Laylatul Qadri khayrun min al This night is not equal to, but better than 1,000 months in reward. Whatever you do, that is, you, you gain for yourselves the reward which is greater than 1,000 months. Subhanallah. 1,000 is a massive number. 
But subhanAllah, Allah says greater. And we've got to ponder over this fact, brothers and sisters in Islam. This fact when Allah gives us this gift, because you and I know that the lifespan of, of us, of the lifespan of our uh, uh, you know, of our lives, uh, the lifespan of our lives uh, is between 60 to 70 years. Whilst Nuh alayhi salam, for example, lived for over a thousand years. He, he became a prophet at the age of 40. He called to Allah for 950 years. That makes him, uh, puts him at 990. Then when the ark settled, Allah says, we bless them. And blessings doesn't mean he passes straight away, which means he lived longer, past a thousand years, subhanAllah. So his opportunity to build Jannah, he had a longer opportunity to build Jannah far longer than you and I. But subhanAllah, Allah blesses us in a way better than any blessing that every other nation received. Why? Because we don't have to live for over a thousand years. Imagine how hard it is to live for over one thousand years, brothers and sisters in Islam. Imagine. Given the life of this world, it comes with happiness, it comes with pain, it comes with tears, it comes with laughter, it comes with so many things. Right? Imagine how tough it is to live for 950 years. Plus 1,000 years. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us 60 to 70 years to tire in this life, but He gives us the value proposition, the opportunity to build Jannah in a way like those who live for plus 1,000 years did by giving us for every year of our life a night to worship Allah as if we worshipped Allah for more than one thousand months so if we put it at 1000 months that's around 83 years and if it's at 83 years brothers and sisters in islam then think about it if you catch laylatul qadr for 10 years of your life that's 830 years worth of worship may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us this and many of us will search for laylatul qadr inshallah for far longer than just 10 years so the value proposition is mighty brothers and sisters in islam what will make you understand what this night is subhanallah I mean, if we can't understand how important this night is from this explanation of how we have the ability to live for more than 1,000 years in just between 60 and 70 years, I don't know what will. Also, brothers and sisters in Islam, this night is a night in which, subhanallah, we, our previous sins will be forgiven if we stand the night. So we're talking about an investment that is so great that your returns are guaranteed and the rate of return is far greater than any other investment. And not only that, your losses from your previous investment, Allah will give it back to you. La ilaha illallah. Wa ma adraka ma laylatul qadr. Wa ma adraka ma laylatul qadr. Wallahi, uh, you, you see me smiling and, and, and laughing a bit. I, I'm, I, I can't wait for the night to, uh, to arrive so I can search for it again. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us. Wallahi, I have a chance to fix the mistakes of the past because the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man qama laylatul qadr, imanan wa ihtisaban, ghufira lahu ma taqaddama min dhambi. Whoever stands, stands the night of laylatul qadr, believing in Allah and having hope in the rewards that Allah has promised for doing so, Allah will forgive his or her previous sins. La ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. I have a chance to fix my past. And I have a chance to live for, uh, you know, uh, I have a chance to worship Allah as if I've lived for more than 83 years just during one night. Wallahi, count me in. Count me in, subhanAllah. وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا لَيْلَةُ الْقَدْرِ لَيْلَةُ الْقَدْرِ خَيْرٌ مِّنْ أَلْفِ شَهْرٍ It's greater than 1,000 months. What will make you understand the reality of this night? Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us more. Allah says, تَنَزَّلُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ تَنَزَّلُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ وَالْرُوحُ فِيهَا SubhanAllah, Allah says, the angels descend. And Allah uses the present tense of the verb. وَفِعْلُ الْمُضَارِعِ فِي اللُّغَةِ الْعَرَبِيَّةِ يَقْتَضِي الْحَالُ وَالْإِسْتِقْبَالِ 
It carries the dual meaning of something that happens now. The present tense in the Arabic language carries the meaning of something which happens now and something that continuously happens. So we understand when we read this ayah and the imagery that the Quran creates in our minds through the, its eloquence is phenomenal. It's mind-blowing. We understand by pondering over this, this ayah that angels are continuously descending. It's not one dissension, but it's a dissension after a dissension after a, a dissension. SubhanAllah, Allah permits them to fill the space of the atmosphere, the space of the globe that we are in. And along with them is the greatest angel, the angel that is responsible for revelation, that brought Iqra to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He's so close to us. Ar-Ruhu fiha. This is refers to, Ar-Ruh refers to Jibreel alayhi salam. Allah says, Bi-idhni rabbim with the permission of Allah. That yes, you are so wowed by the angels descending. You're even more wowed by the fact that Jibreel has descended. This angel with 600 wings, this mighty angel that has uh, pearls and uh, rubies dropping from his wings. This amazing creation of Allah. This angel that Allah raised above in rank than all the other angels. You wowed about it? Well, get even more wowed. Why? Because they come down with Allah's permission. Allah is honoring us. Subhanallah. Allah is honoring us, brothers and sisters in Islam. Bi-idhni rabbihim. In that statement, we understand if we think about it, that Allah is telling us that Allah honors you on that night. La ilaha illallah. What will you pay to be honored by your Lord? In the West, we talk about being knighted, right? By by, By the queen, right? Allah is honoring you. The king of kings, subhanahu wa ta'ala. The creator of everything in creation, subhanahu wa ta'ala. What will you pay, brothers and sisters in Islam? Allah is asking you to search for 10 nights. For 10 nights. Out of your entire year. That's all. And you know what? You're going to benefit. Why? In your searching, Allah is rewarding you as well. Allah is rewarding you. For every letter of the Qur'an you read, you get 10 rewards. Every sadaqah you, you give, depending on your intention, your rewards are multiplied. You are being rewarded for the act, and then you're being rewarded for the night. And then you're being given your past uh, activities back, because Allah is forgiving your sins. When Allah forgives your sins, that means rewards come, inshaAllah. Right? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, yubaddil sayyat hasanat. Allah converts the bad deeds into good deeds, inshaAllah. We never restrict Allah's mercy. We have good hope that inshaAllah, He will forgive our previous sins and convert them into good deeds, inshaAllah. <laughs> La ilaha illallah. I mean, brothers and sisters in Islam, why else would we choose anything else besides focusing on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and our worship of Him during this night? When he honors us like this, la ilaha illallah, not just by the rewards, but by sending his angels and teaching us that you are being honored, O servant of Allah. Right? Whatever you're doing, it's not important. Focus on your Lord. Your Lord is honoring you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the understanding. Allah says at the end, Salamun hiya fajr. It's a, a night of peace, and that's why we translate it as the night of peace. Uh, it's a night of peace until dawn arrives and your fast begins and the night ends. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us with this night. Ameen. Ya Rabbil Alameen. Now brothers and sisters in Islam, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he understood how amazing this night was. And before he was taught, that is during the last 10, he knew it had to be in Ramadan. Why? Because Shahru Ramadan alladhi unzila fihi al-Qur'an. The Qur'an was revealed during the month of Ramadan. He knew this sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he knew inna anzalnahu fi laylatil qadr. That the Qur'an was revealed during the night of power. So I need to search for the night of power. And it was revealed during the night of Ramadan. So at the beginning, he would practice i'tikaf. 
in his masjid, searching for the night of power during the first 10 nights of Ramadan. Then he searched for it during the second 10 nights of Ramadan. Then he saw people's dreams. People were relating dreams to him about uh, how they saw uh, the night of power being on a particular night. And all these nights uh, uh, showed him that uh, Laylatul Qadr most likely is going to be in the last 10. And he himself, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala honored him by making him see a dream in which he's prostrating on wet sand in his masjid, which means it was a, 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 during a night of rainfall. And that night of rainfall happened during the month of Ramadan. And some of the Sahaba say, we saw the marks on his forehead, the mud on his forehead during the 21st night, and some other reports say the 23rd night. The point is, then he understood that it's during the last 10 nights. So he would practice itikaf only during the last 10 nights in search for Laylatul Qadr. But before he knew, he would search for it in the first ten and search for it during the second ten. And he would encourage his sahaba as well. For in the hadith of Unais, Unais used to uh, worship uh, in his own place. But he asked for, uh, the Prophet ﷺ to give him a night for him to travel to Masjid al-Nabawi so that he can pray with the Prophet, so that he can worship in Masjid al-Nabawi. And the Prophet ﷺ told him to come and he, uh, during the 21st night and in another narration during the 23rd night. Right? So... Um, this is what the Prophet ﷺ would do. He would proactively seek out the night. Right? And before he knew when it, when it, when it was, or, or the, the, uh, uh, the time scale that hosts this night, he would seek it throughout the month of Ramadan, subhanAllah. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught him. And we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught him the exact night from the narration of Ubadat ibn Samit, radiallahu However, when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came out, he saw two people in the masjid quarreling, raising their voices. And subhanAllah, he turned back and he said, I actually came out to tell you when the night of power would be when the night of decree and virtue and power would be. But I saw these two uh, such and such uh, people quarreling and raising their voices. So Allah made me forget when this night is. But for your own good, for your own good, search for the night during the 25th and during the 27th and during the 29th. So we have some narrations in which he encouraged people to come pray at the masjid during the 21st. Some narrations 23rd. In this narration 25th, 27th, 29th. And that is why the majority of the later scholars, they believed that Laylatul Qadr moves from year to year. It moves from year to year between the last 10 nights of Ramadan and most likely the, the last odd nights of Ramadan. The 21st, the 23rd, the 25th, the 27th and the 29th because of narrations like this that specifically mention uh, the dates and we see the dates um, coinciding with odd numbers during the last 10. However, the scholars say, search for it during all the ten. Why? Because some narrations say, search for it during the last ten. But also, more importantly, because we can say, yes, the Prophet ﷺ said the last ten, but what he meant was the odd numbers, as we know from other narrations, we say that's a plausible uh, explanation. But let's not forget that the Prophet ﷺ, he never ever gave up on his search. Even during the even nights in the last ten, he proactively engaged Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In fact, even during the year in which he saw the dream, when Laylatul Qadr would be, and some say it was the 21st and some say the 23rd, we know that he completed his i'tikaf. He completed worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala throughout the night until the end. Right? So the point is whether it's fixed, and some scholars say it's fixed, they say because... Um, we have some of the companions who, who, who took an oath that is the 27th night and also because all uh, you know, dates that are attached to worship and, and periods of 
uh, auspiciousness in, in, in the Sharia, they don't move. Like for example, the days of Eid, they stuck on a particular day. The day of Ashura, it's stuck on a particular day. Uh, and so on and so forth. So they say the norm is Ramadan. It's stuck, we fast during the month of Ramadan. They say the norm is, you know, uh, matters uh, or, or times that are attached to auspicious matters, they fixed. So the same with Laylatul Qadr. But these are explanations, um, and that's why we have two views regarding the matter. But we say, brothers and sisters in Islam, the Prophet wasallam Sunnah is enough for us, and Alhamdulillah, whoever stands during all ten, then inshallah they guaranteed to get the rewards of Laylatul Qadr. And, and, and in, the, in the narration of Ubadah, he mentions that the Prophet wasallam said, I was made to forget, yet that might be good for you. Why yet that might be good for you? Our brothers and sisters in Islam, think about it. The way we are today especially, where we, we do things on a scorecard system. If someone does good to us, we do good to them. If we like someone, then we, uh, then we do for them. If they like us, then we like them. Imagine if we knew exactly when Laylatul Qadr was. When will we worship Allah? During one night. Allah wants us to get more rewards than the rewards of Laylatul Qadr. He wants to give us the rewards of Laylatul Qadr and He wants to build our Jannah more from our worship of Him during the other 10 nights of Ramadan and the other nights of the year as well. And that's why the Prophet ﷺ used to push. Because we also know brothers and sisters in Islam that towards the end of his life, the Prophet ﷺ, he did itikaf 20 days. And once he did it in Shawwal, after Ramadan, during the first 10 of, of Shawwal. But the scholars explain that he did it during the first 10 of Shawwal because uh, during that year he was traveling. Or the year or the year before he was traveling. So he missed his itikaf, so he made it up. La ilaha illallah. So this is teaching us brothers and sisters in Islam that itikaf is a type of worship. It's not just we do it to search for the night. We search for the night and we include in our search this act of worship known as itikaf. And the Prophet wasallam here is teaching us how we need to push, 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 push towards the end of his life. He pushed even more, even though Allah forgave his previous sins, even though he, could have been re- he would have been rewarded for itikaf. Right? During travel, because the Prophet ﷺ taught us that if we travel or we ill, Allah gives us the rewards of that which we would have done had we not been traveling or not been ill. But لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنَةٌ In your messenger is the most perfect example. So the Prophet ﷺ is teaching us to push. Build Jannah more, build Jannah more, do it some more. As long as you are breathing, keep building you won't regret. Rather, the regret will be if you didn't build it to your potential. Allah gives us a potential to build our Jannah. None of us wants to get to Jannah and see a Jannah below the potential. Right? Below its potential. Below the potential that Allah gave us in order to build it. Right or wrong, brothers and sisters in Islam? So brothers and sisters in Islam, bring yourself together. Do what you need to do. The Prophet ﷺ tightened his belt, meaning he worked harder. Right? Uh, this is an Arabic phrase. Some of the scholars say it refers to working. Like today, for example, when we get ready for hard work, we say, let's roll up our sleeves, right? Uh, Wallahu alam. This is, uh, in some cultures, that's, that, that's what we say. Right? We're going to get ready for, for hard work, right? Let's take off the, 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 the ghutra, or take off the shimakh, take off the headgear. Let's roll up the sleeves. This is what we need to do, brothers and sisters in Islam. Right? Alhamdulillah, this year, whether we like it or not, many of us are at home. Every year we tell people, guys, take time off work for the last 10 nights of Ramadan. People prefer to take time off work for their holidays. No, take it for the last 10, it's worth it. Say, no, but then I'll lose out on that holiday, I'll lose out on that trip, I'll lose out on that travel. 
Subhanallah, Allah has brought to us a year in which you can't travel. There's no trips. You don't, you, in fact, you being at home doesn't deduct your days, alhamdulillah, from your holidays. MashaAllah, tabarakallah. Allah has given us every opportunity to bring it. Let us bring it, brothers and sisters in Islam. Now, what should we do? Very quickly, before we end, um, we should do several things. Number one, and many people ask, Shaykh, should I give charity? Should I do this? Should I do that? Brothers and sisters in Islam, do as many acts of worship as you can. No doubt giving charity is a means for us because as the Prophet wasallam said, giving charity uh, uh, removes Allah's anger over us. Because of our sins, it creates, Allah becomes angry with us. Then uh, when we give charity, uh, as the Prophet wasallam said, that the sadaqah, it extinguishes the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So give charity. You must. Do different things. You must. But brothers and sisters in Islam, make sure you don't do good things at the expense of better things. We spoke about hierarchy. And with regards to this night, we have a hierarchy of things from the sunnah of the Prophet And sometimes people, they busy themselves uh, delivering food, for example, and they don't stand the night. We say, Alhamdulillah, you did a good thing, but you left a better thing. That's what you did. So what are the things that we must make sure that we focus on for most of the night? Number one, no doubt, salah. مَنْ قَامَ لَيْلَةَ الْقَدَرِ إِيمَانًا وَاحْتِسَابًا غُفِرَ لَهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ ذَنْبِهِ Definitely. Number two, لُزُومَ masjid, As the scholars say, of course the masajid are closed, but if you live in a place where it's opened, and alhamdulillah the regulations permit it, staying as much of the night as you can in the masjid. If you can't do etika for all ten, do it for... Uh, days that are easy for you. If you can't do it during any day, do it for some hours of the night. Stay in the masjid. It's from the greatest acts of worship. And we know that the Prophet ﷺ had tents uh, put up for him. Al-Qubba, uh, he had a tent put up for him so that he could isolate in. So people knew that he's isolated, we shouldn't disturb him. So this is another act. This year, of course, with our masajid closed, we can't. But we can stand the night, so we should stand the night. Now someone might say, Sheikh, uh, you know, I, I don't know much of the Quran. Well, majority of the scholars for Nafil Salah, they allow you to hold the Mus'haf, hold the Mus'haf and read. If you say, I follow a madhab that doesn't allow me to hold the Quran and read, we say, Alhamdulillah, read from what you know. If you say, I only know Qulhu Allahu Ahad, we say, Alhamdulillah, that equals a third of the Quran. Read it and repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. And if you repeat it 10 times, Allah will build you a house in Jannah. Alhamdulillah, read your Fatiha, read Surah Al-Ikhlas, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it 10 times, 15 times, 20 times until you feel satisfied with your standing, then go into Ruku' and worship Allah in Ruku'. Break, your, break the, the arrogance and hardness of the heart in Ruku' whilst worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim, tu'azzim rabbaka fil Ruku'. Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim, glory be to Allah, how perfect is my Lord, the greatest. Feel it. Feel it. Let your heart feel what you're saying. When your heart feels it, and there's other du'as that you can learn, if you download an app called Fortress of a Believer, uh, there's extra du'as that you can recite in ruku' that go back to the Prophet ﷺ. Then go to sujood, and further break your hardness in, in, in sujood. Right? You worship your Lord in sujood. وَتُعَظِّمْ رَبَّكَ فِي السُّجُودِ You glorify Him and, and announce his, his, his grandeur and majesticness in sujood. Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la. And then after you finish, you ask Allah, whatever you need, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is how you spend the night in prayer. Alhamdulillah. Wallahi, it's beautiful, brothers and sisters in Islam. Wallahi, it's beautiful. Right? That you just engage in a meeting. We always have meetings. Say, uh, al Karim, my dear brother, where are you? I'm in a meeting. Tayyip. When can I meet you? I have another meeting. I have another meeting. Khalas, have a meeting with Allah, especially during the last 10 nights of Ramadan. 
So that's the uh, salah is definitely something we can do and we should do. We shouldn't do other things at the expense of it. We should do our salah and then in the remaining moments do the other things. What's the other thing we should do a lot of? Dua. Dua. Raising our hands and begging from Allah and asking from Allah. It's our weapon. And in particular, Allahumma innaka afuun kareemun tuhibbul afwa fa'fu anni. That, oh Allah, innaka afuun. Ya Allah, indeed you are the one who pardons. Tuhibbul afwa, you love to pardon. So pardon me. La ilaha illallah. Subhanallah, brothers and sisters in Islam. Increase in this dua. This is what the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught Aisha radiallahu anha to do in her search during, uh, or in her search for Laylatul Qadr. So these are three important things, brothers and sisters in Islam. Obviously for this year, we can do two of the three because the masajid are closed for many of us. So make sure we give priority to dua and to salah. Right? And no doubt reading of the Qur'an. And that's why we said in your salah you read the Qur'an. But if you get tired of standing, then whilst you're sitting, so you read two, then you read another two. Salatul layli mathna mathna as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said. The salah of the night is in twos. You read two, then you can rest. Maybe your two took you ten minutes, five minutes, you feel a bit tired. Sit. But don't sit and do nothing. Sit and say, Allahumma innaka afuun tuhibbul afwa fa'fu anni. Open your mushaf. Read from your mushaf. A quarter juz. Half of a quarter. An eighth. And then you, when you feel rested, stand up. Worship Allah in another two. And then you spend the night like this between salah and Qur'an and dua and salah and Qur'an and dua. Alhamdulillah. Giving charity, yes, alhamdulillah. With the internet, it's very easy. We just click on a website of our choice and the donation is done. No mess, no fuss. Five or ten minutes, alhamdulillah. Right? Um, brothers and sisters in Islam, we've discussed much for uh, this Friday uh, lecture and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at this point to accept what is passed of our month and to bless what remains and we ask Allah to make us from amongst those that stood the nights of Ramadan iman and wahtisaban ameen and to make us from amongst those that fasted the month of Ramadan iman and wahtisaban ameen with iman and good hope in the rewards of Allah and we ask Allah to make us stand the night of Qadr of power and decree and virtue. Iman and wahtisaban. Ameen. And we ask Allah to bless what remains and to make us from amongst those that are freed from the hellfire. And we ask Allah to grant us the full rewards of the month during the prize giving day at the end of the month and to make our ending of the month of Ramadan far stronger than our beginning. Ameen. Ya Rabbil Alameen. And we ask Allah to bring Ramadan to us many, many more times year after year whilst we are in good health and experiencing good iman and good life. Ameen. Ya Rabbil Alameen. This is the message for today. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. Don't forget brothers and sisters in Islam. Today is Friday. Increase your salutations upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma salli wa sallim wa barik ala nabiyyina Muhammad. I love you all for the sake of Allah. Until another moment with the messenger and his companion sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Salamullahi alaykum wa rahmatuhu wa barakatuh. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.